time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Peter Strzok, the FBI counterintelligence agent who came under withering criticism from Republicans for a series of anti-Trump text messages he sent during the 2016 campaign, was fired on Friday. According to Strzok's lawyer, Aiden Goldman, an internal disciplinary review had recommended Strzok's demotion and a 60-day suspension. But Goldman said Monday that the deputy director of the FBI overruled that determination and decided to fire him. I don't think that you can rationally reach any conclusion other than uh, it was political. Um, Pete, along with several other employees who sent anti-Trump texts were referred to the Office of Professional Responsibility, or OPR. That's a division within the FBI that is in charge of internally disciplining agents. And um, we had a process, a normal process, where we engaged with OPR and submitted something in writing and went in and orally presented. They decided that what the appropriate punishment should be is a 60-day suspension, demotion, and signing what's called a last chance letter, which basically is a double secret probation and says that you can be fired if you do anything else wrong. Uh, that decision was overruled by the deputy director of the FBI. Um, it's something that he had the authority to do because it was delegated from the director of the FBI, but it is a uh, vanishingly rare occurrence for things to happen this way. And I think it's difficult to believe, given the steady drumbeat of text demonizing Pete from mm. the president and uh, all the calls on Capitol Hill uh, by Republicans for Pete to be fired, that that didn't play a role in the uh, bureau's ultimate when decision. You, Donald Trump on Monday signed a $716 billion defense policy bill named for Senator John McCain, but included no mention of McCain in his remarks at the signing. CNN's Jake Tapper explains. I want to thank our wonderful Vice President Mike Pence. I want to thank General Dunford, General Milley, General Neller, Admiral Richardson, General Goldfein, General Engel, and Vice Admiral Ray. A very special thank you to the Commanding General of the 10th Mountain Division, Congresswoman Martha McSally. Congresswoman, thank you, Martha. That was President Trump just a few minutes ago thanking a laundry list of people before officially signing the John S. McCain National Defense Authorization Act. One person who wasn't on that list of people that he thanked, outspoken Trump critic and the namesake of the bill, Senator John McCain, you know, the decorated war hero who was a prisoner of war and continues to serve as a United States senator, the chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee. The bill the president signed, it's called the John S. McCain National Defense Authorization Act. No mention of him by the president today. Today, McCain took the high road and issued a statement saying, I'm humbled that my colleagues in Congress chose to designate this bill in my name. Serving as chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee and working on behalf of America's brave service members has been one of the greatest honors of my life. One person who was clearly thinking of him during the ceremony, his wife, Cindy McCain, who tweeted, I'm so proud of Senator John McCain and his work on NDAA. Incredibly humbled at the naming of this after my husband. And since President Trump would not do it, let us hear on the lead congratulate Senator John McCain and his family and thank him for his service to the country.
As the president wraps up his vacation at his New Jersey golf club, he's fighting back against allegations in a new book by former Apprentice contestant and White House aide Omarosa Manigault Newman. She claims in her book that the Trump campaign offered her a $15,000 a month job in exchange for signing an NDA that would have barred her from disclosing details of her time at the White House. The Washington Post reporting that dozens of White House aides have signed NDAs in exchange for working for Trump, who has long relied on such agreements in his business. Under one agreement from the 2016 campaign, signers promised not to demean or disparage publicly Trump, his company, or any member of his family, and also not to assist any other politician exploring a federal or state office. Nondisclosure agreements have not been widely used by past administrations, in part because most legal experts believe such agreements are not legally enforceable for public employees. The prosecution in the Paul Manafort trial rested on Monday afternoon. Ten days, 27 witnesses. The prosecution rested their case just before 5 o'clock today. Uh, this was after they had called Rick Gates, Manafort's right-hand man, who testified over two and a half days. Um, it's, it all goes to their allegations that Manafort had filed false tax returns, did not disclose foreign bank accounts, which they say he did not pay taxes on $16 million. The jury also heard a story of how Manafort had defrauded banks out of $20 million by not giving truthful information to them about the conditions and the the parameters of his income that related to these loans. The government ended their case today hearing with the jury hearing a lot from one of those bankers who testified that he would not have recommended that the bank give the loan, but he said that it went ahead anyway because the chairman of the bank, Stephen Koch, had authorized it. And Koch, of course, the jury had heard testimony earlier in the week that he was trying to get a position in the administration, and that is why he expedited these loans. Tuesday is primary day in Wisconsin, Minnesota, Connecticut, and Vermont. Get out and vote. I got the and that's a bit of What's News for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com donate.